everyone, and welcome to Passionately Interested, a podcast where we discuss the things we're passionately interested in. I'm your spooky host, Curtis. And I'm your nerdy host, Nick. How you doing today, Nick? Oh, it's getting cold, then warm, but then cold. <laughs> and windy <laughs> and sunny. Just today, it, it rained, and then it was sunny, and then it was windy, and then it was sunny again. And yeah, my I mean, allergies were not having it. Oh, no, that's the worst part. Some of the snow in around my house melted. The sidewalk snow melted, not the driveway, because that's in shade. <laughs> yeah, we, we, <laughs> we only got enough snow a couple of days ago to just like lightly powder the ground and it was gone in two hours and we haven't had any since now that i've said it out loud though there's going to be like a blizzard tomorrow you've you've cursed yourself yeah no i'm I'm not sure which (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're kind of close i'm at the top of indiana and you're at the like lower ish michigan so like it could hit us both simultaneously just this big old boom yeah and it probably will. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, air coming off the Michigan lakes. That's right. They're ours. They touch other states, but no, they're ours. <laughs> yeah, no, they belong to you. Yes. Yes. Even you the one and that only you. Touch us at all. Ohio doesn't get to claim those. Ohio just gets to look at them, but they can't touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I already mentioned this to you, but I wanted to bring it up while we were recording. Spotify did the does the like the the year wrap up and I saw my 2021 wrap up and I just want to bring <laughs> don't get ahead of me you're already laughing because you you know you, you know the punchline of this because I've already showed you but I want to I want to let everybody know just how I don't know to be proud of this or concerned but uh in my 2021 Spotify wrap up I have clocked uh, 157,026 minutes of use on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to 147 different genres, uh, 2,590 different artists, and I listened to 151 episodes of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with binging that much Mabim Bam. The Bam Bam is so good. I love it. So the macro, wish, everything the McElroy's touch, I love. I wish they got more of their show. I do too. But them's the breaks when the the program that your the platform that your show <laughs> yeah. is on goes under. <laughs> yeah, that does kind of tank your ability to make more shows. Yeah, it's cool though that you can at least like still get it. But I mean, they got hmm. to focus on other stuff. Like they're doing the graphic novel for the Taz stuff, and they're... oh no, I I totally get it. They have so many, so many fingers and so many pies. Yes, they have so many projects that they're working on together and on their own. That yeah, no, I don't fault mm-hmm. them for going. Well, 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 the TV show is fun, but uh, we're done with that. Yeah, well, like Travis just started a new one that's called Chasing Immortality. He's not like in it, but he produces it and such. So, Hmm. but it's like a podcast about people who did a bunch of weird stuff to try and become immortal. And it sounds interesting. You should check it out for me and see if it's something that I can listen to with my issue of gore. Uh, I am afraid to just like dive into stuff, which makes it really hard to do what we're going to talk about in our topic today. Because I have to really, Hmm. I have to find stuff with content warnings because I listen almost exclusively at work. And I don't want to risk having a episode at work because of what I'm listening to. Nope, I get it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I work in a warehouse, so I would hit concrete, and that's not fun. I don't need that in my life. But what we want to talk about today is audio dramas, something that both Nick and I enjoy a lot. Yes. I have a feeling I have potentially listened to more than Nick has, and I'm really curious to see if there's how much overlap there is. And hopefully I can introduce not only you, Nick, but also the listeners to some really cool stuff that I have I have intaken and very, very highly recommend. But I think oh, we I should get... start with you first. Well, I can guarantee there's going to be some overlap since uh, some of the big ones I listen to, I guarantee you've also listened to. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they're not small. They are very large projects like Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> yes, I have listened to that. I did have yeah. to skip around. Sometimes they get a little too yucky and ooky mm-hmm. with some of their stuff. It's still cool. I enjoy it and I appreciate it as a piece of art medium. But some of the episodes taint for me. So it has, I will admit, it has been a while since I've actually listened, sat down and listened to some radio or audio dramas, radio dramas, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, uh, just same. because with everything that's happened, I don't have my hour-long commute both ways to and from work. So right. it's really cut down my listening time in general. And then I just have so many audiobooks that I've been listening to, which does bring me to a big one that actually got me onto this topic. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, I'm going to do this whole spiel on a different episode, different topic. So I'll briefly summarize it here. A Michigan author by the name of Scott Sigler, my personal favorite. Uh, one of the series he writes is the Galactic Football League. Okay. It's sci-fi and sports. Ooh, that kind of sounds I, cool. I, I will admit, before going into the series, I had a surface level understanding and interest in football. Like, it was just kind of fun to watch. But my interest in the book series itself made me more interested in football. It was a weird... It just kind of fueled itself. It was really interesting. Um, But what got me onto the topic of audio dramas is a while ago they released uh, at least some of the books is full audio drama creations Mm -hmm. instead of just uh, your typical uh, audiobook format. Right. Yes. Where it's it's got more like sound design and stuff. Yes. And I will admit that it was something that in uh, in some of his books, he's already uh, Scott Sigler already played with, with adding little bits of sound here and there just to add more to the atmosphere. But these are full done, full cast audio drama type things, which I love. Yes, that's awesome. So I'm starting out at the very beginning of the series, book one. And the Mm -hmm. reason I'm doing this is because... Book six came out uh, a while ago, if I'm fully honest. I've just been busy reading other stuff of his to get to it. But I've decided to just listen to the audio drama versions of it. So that's going to be a fun months-long trek. <laughs> <laughs> Is Are the books that long? Uh, it's not that they're that long. It's just my listening time isn't as long as it used to be. Oh, but, right. Uh, well, I mean, the later books definitely did get... Uh, girthier mm-hmm. like sitting on the shelf i can look at a uh, book six because i have the the hardcover version like i'm looking at it right now and it is it, it is not a small book <laughs> oh <laughs> anyways i'm getting off topic oddly enough it's what i do <laughs> <laughs> it's what we both do so far i mean i started out it's it, it's it's definitely good it's added more personality to the book which i mean it already had a lot to work with mm-hmm. since i mean 
The Galactic Football League was the series that Sigler himself did the audiobook recordings for and did all the voices for. Oh, cool. Which he did really good. He did really good work on those. I was very impressed. That's awesome. So it's a different take on it, which I th- also find interesting. But the big audio drama that really got me into them in general was uh, We're Alive. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Explain this one to me. Okay, so the full title is We're Alive, A Story of Survival. And it's kind of a horror post-apocalyptic zombie audio drama. Yeah. So it's primarily uh, done from a single point of view, from the view of Michael. And the narration is done as him putting together a journal, essentially, to work through everything that's happened. Okay. Kind of as a way of processing through all the trauma and everything, which I thought was a great kind of way of going, why is there a narrator for this thing oh it's supposed to be kind of like you know a big radio play right yeah that is that is always something interesting to see how they kind of formatted like yeah why is this person doing this yeah i always love when there's a logical reason given for why there's this voiceover why this narrator is here mm-hmm. and doing it in the aspect of oh it's a journal to work through everything that's going on in my life was a really good way of doing it so right. you get his little bits of narration and then the other cast falls in and they actually do the scenes and everything. And it ran for four seasons. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it ran for four seasons. It got two spinoffs, I want to say. Oh, cool. I know. Yeah. So it had Lockdown, We're Alive Lockdown, which was a... Uh... Sorry, lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to jump back on the tracks. <laughs> so we're alive lockdown. It's the view of prisoners and prison guards okay. as this zombie apocalypse is erupting and what Ooh. they're doing. It was a much shorter series than the uh, full we're alive one. Okay. Uh, and then they also had gold rush kind of a Western take on the whole zombie thing. Ooh, I bet that was interesting. Yeah, it, it's I want to say it was kind of a sequel to it. Okay. It's it's on my list of listen to, but I haven't gotten to it yet, which is really a shame since it came out two years ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, you listen, know what? I got, a, I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. In, all in due time, honestly. Mm. But uh, the initial one, it follows the story of Michael and the other group of survivors as they try and survive this zombie apocalypse. Well, quote unquote zombie apocalypse. Zombies, but not zombies. Okay. More like sickened, sorta. It's they never. I I want to. If I remember correctly, they never actually call them zombies. Okay. But they very much exhibit a lot of the behavior of zombies. Gotcha. Okay. But they're not undead. Oh. Okay. So it's more of maybe like a a disease that makes them more like aggressive and primal kind of thing, or kind of. Okay. Like it fits more of like the twenty eight days later. And that it's a zombie-esque kind oh, of thing. Oh, okay. That's very cool. Yeah, and there's a lot done with it that I really like. Like, they do some of the old school Foley work. Ooh. Like, oh, these the characters are walking as they're talking. And, the, like, they did background videos showing, you know, how they did all this sound work. And they, you know, lift the covers off the recording area. And there's all this loose gravel that they stomp around and play around with to get the sounds of people walking. That's fun. You know, it's just, yeah, I love seeing them use those old school techniques still just to get all the sounds. Me too. And it 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 just adds so much to any of the content that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Just the the little bit of extra, it helps paint that picture in your mind of exactly what the scene looks like. 
Exactly. Like you can just fall into the scene and just be there. Yeah. There are a few of the audio dramas that I have listened to that also have really good sound design and Foley work. A couple of them, actually uh, all three of them (laughs) that come to mind are ones that I recently listened to like in the past couple of weeks Mm. one is called haunted house flippers and that one's really cute it sounds amusing yeah it's from the perspective of this guy who inherits a big old house when his grandpa dies and he and his wife go to like check out the house and see what they can do and they decide that they want to renovate the house and sell it and the guy is this like doofy kind of nerdy guy who is like a paranormal investigator as a hobby so Mm. the reason that there is a narrator he is recording as much as possible to try and catch evidence of ghosts in this old house that his grandpa gave him it's really cool i like it a lot it's really well done and enjoyable i'm unsure how the main character is supposed to be written but he comes off to me as somebody who is on the autism spectrum as somebody who has adhd and i exhibit a lot of the same stuff like there are ways that he acts that i'm immediately like neurodivergent Mm. I don't know if he's supposed to be written as like, oh, yeah, he's just like a like an absent minded, doofy kind of guy. But he goes on random tangents and has massive amounts of all this like knowledge that isn't useful. But then when it comes to real world stuff, he has no idea what he's doing. Like at one point, he didn't know what a sawhorse was. But if you ask him about there's other points in time where he's just like starts machine gunning all this information about ghosts like that's his hyperfixation mm. and so it's kind of relatable to me as a neurodivergent person listening to him interact with these other people and being like really like he, he asks inappropriate questions at the wrong time and it it ends up coming off a lot more blunt than he intends gotcha and i, I really like that but it's this like it's got a lot of comedic air to it is how it's written. It's supposed to be kind of funny. I, I find it more cute and like relatable to me as a human. But then it's got some scary undertones to it and it's not constantly filled with like scary stuff. It kind of eases you into it and then it like dips you really far into it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a little bit. And what's so funny is straight up from the like first or second episode when they're uh, uh, like accrediting all of the voices in the the episode, which is like three or four people, normally two uh, two or three. There were multiple episodes at the beginning where he was like, additional voices that you probably didn't catch in the episode were done by, and I'm like, the fuck did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) And it's probably because I'm listening on a a speaker instead of through headphones because I can't wear headphones at work. It's an OSHA thing. Gotcha. So I'm listening on a speaker, so I guarantee I'm missing out on, like, there's probably tiny little whispers in the background and, like, distant voices that are spooky, but you you won't notice them if you're not, like, you don't have it turned up really loud and in your ears. So Haunted House Flippers is really good. I just finished the second season. I listened to the first season. I listened to the second season of a podcast called Palimpsest. Man, that's a hard word to say out loud. Palimpsest. But it is, this is a lot more serious toned horror audio drama uh, where each 
season is a different story and then that whole season is just like that one person's story Mm -hmm. and the first one is like this girl who moves into an apartment and the second one is based in the late 1800s early 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 1900s and it's this girl dealing with she ends up like messing with the fae and stuff i don't i'm not gonna get too far into it in case anybody listens to it but the first one's like more ghosts the second one's more fae and i can't listen to the third or the fourth one looking i like before i got into them i started flipping through the content warnings and there were way too many episodes that just the content warnings looked risky gotcha so i finished those and then today i started one called victoriosity and this one is usually I listen to horror dramas just because I enjoy that like media form for horror. It, it it gives me a way to just intake more horror content when I'm at work. Yeah. This one is a steampunk detective comedy. And that is, is an interesting combination of genres. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it it works. It's like steampunk isn't necessarily a huge factor. It's just more of the setting. Yeah. It's set in steampunk 19 or like 1890s or something. I think it's like 1897 or 1879, something like that. And it's in even greater London. So (laughs) even greater. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Greater London, it's even Greater London. (laughs) And there's this, like, enormous tower in the middle of the city, and something that they, like, tell you talk about right in the very first episode is that Queen Victoria is mostly machine now because there were 11 assassination attempts on her and she's been like turned into this machine and it's it's really funny it's very cute i was giggling all day at it and i was able to make it through season one in one eight hour workday and and then out into season two so the episodes are like 30 minutes long on basically every single podcast i've talked like i've named so far palimpsest Mm -hmm. Haunted House Flippers and Victoriosity all are like 25 to 40 minute episodes. So you can really just powerhouse through them and which I enjoy. I like the shorter form episodes where I can intake a lot more of the content in a a shorter span of time. Yeah, because it allows you to break it up if needed and everything. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but like when each episode is like an hour, an hour and a half, it's harder to... I guess binge it when when you're getting into something that's been going for a while and you were like, well, it's 30 episodes and each one's an hour and a half. So I'll I have 45 hours of content to rip through until I am current. Mm. So I was just glancing over we're alive and just a quick look at it. it looks like what I'm seeing the shortest episode is like 13 minutes, two seconds. They They, they all tend to average around 20. Mm-hmm. Except for their season finales, as you would put it. Those right. about an hour. Which makes sense. I mean, it's the last episode. There's a lot more stuff that they mm-hmm. have to get through and tie up all their story ends and well, stuff. It's also the way that the way the show works, it's essentially every three episodes is a chapter. Okay. So the first three episodes are chapter one, part one, two, and three, then so on and so forth, part one, two, and three. Uh season one their season finale was actually broken into four episodes. But then every season after that, it was just one big hour-long episode for the entire chapter. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry, I was just... I'm still reading 
up on it because uh, I just wanted to. Honestly, I'm going to listen to it again. I'm not going to lie. Oh no! But that's yeah. I glanced on their Facebook page. They post. They just posted a quick little quote, and it was just it was essentially someone responding to someone to a character's death. Ooh, and it hit like <laughs> yeah. I'm man, surprised it, after so long listening to it that it was still that wow. Yeah, man, it's good when the stuff like that, the show or whatever you're listening to is so good it draws you in and when they something like a character death happens, you're just sitting there like don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> oh yeah, to me that's how you know it's good writing when it actually mm-hmm. affects you. Yeah, absolutely. Another one that I enjoyed, I it was I think I listened to it earlier this year. It was it's called Bad Vibes. And what drew me to it originally and like put it on my radar mm. is that he's only the intro, like the intro to each episode, there is this character named Mr. Boogie who kind of like sets the episode up and Mr. Boogie is voiced by Justin McElroy <laughs> and bad vibes is up is a horror podcast, like a very serious taking horror podcast. And he plays Mr. Boogie. So he is, it's a scary character and he shared it one time. And I'm like, Justin McElroy's in a horror podcast. <laughs> I have to check it out. And it's really it's like a southern drawl kind of character voice. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, he's like, I'm Mr. Boogie. I'm like, oh, oh, it's good. <laughs> I just want more of him. He's only in the beginnings of the episode. Like the rest of the, the show itself is good. I enjoyed, I listened to all of it, or all of it I was able to. I asked in the comment section on Twitter when he shared it. If people had listened to it, kind of explained like, hey, I can't do gore. Are there any episodes that I need to skip? And there were. So as as with any horror, like horror audio dramas and stuff, always check the content warnings if you have any sort of like stuff you can't handle, triggers, violence, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Always check the content warnings in the descriptions. If it's a good podcast, they'll put it in the descriptions and they'll mention it in the episodes. I don't I don't. That sounds very judgmental, but. I think that if you are going to do that kind of content, it is a requirement to add those kinds of content warnings to stuff to make it more accessible, I guess, because I would hate to get halfway through an episode and then they say something out loud and it slams me and it like it's (laughs) night night for Curtis I would I would be angry and it would ruin the rest of the podcast for me. So content warnings are chef's kiss. Please do that. Please put content warnings in your audio dramas if you have if there's a reason to. So I skipped some of them. Um, I think one of them was like an insane asylum. And I was like, eh, that one's iffy. I might be okay on that one, but I don't want to risk it. And then there were a couple of like ones that I were for sure out of my out of my ability to intake it. Nope, I get it. I mean, luckily, I don't typically have anything that does anything like that to me other than My Lovely Misophonia, which, that's a fun one. <laughs> I I don't recognize the fear name. Uh, misophonia, not misophobia. Oh, explain. Uh, misophonia is uh, easiest way to describe it. Essentially, it's when you have intense either angry reaction or disgust to essentially sounds made by other people almost always associated with eating mm. mm-hmm. like it's yes 
So you can't listen to a good chunk of ASMR. <laughs> oh, I hate ASMR. I cannot stand it. I love it. Damn it. Like I when can't. It, sl- I, sl- I sleep every single night with ASMR. Like when it was getting big, I was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it a shot and see. About 30 seconds, I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> can't handle the whispering mouth sounds. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't I don't listen to much like eating ASMR if it's in there and it's a different thing. I just like, OK, that's fine. Like in when when there's mouth sounds from eating in real life, it kills me inside it. it I, I, I start melting internally when somebody in real life is making a lot of sounds when they eat. Mm. But for some reason, when it's an ASMR, it's slightly more tolerable, I guess, because it's supposed to be in there. I don't know. It's weird. My brain's weird. I mean, everyone's brain is weird. We're just, (laughs) listen, your consciousness is contained in like a seven, eight pound ball of just gelatin, essentially. Full of electricity. (laughs) Yeah, so. we, we are we are electricity ghosts controlling organic mech suits. We are just jello that's hallucinating very vividly. That's really all it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, don't think about it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hurt my gelatin. <laughs> but yeah, luckily luckily most radio dramas i tend to listen to they tend to avoid the eating sounds like they'll have the noise of like silverware and stuff clanking around so Mm -hmm. you know that they're eating but because the primary thing is telling a story they typically don't have the people eating while talking which thank god right well i've i've heard some where it wasn't necessarily like chomp 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 sounds but it was like you could tell that there was something in their mouth when they're talking, and they're like, "So, tell me about school or something like that." Mm. Would that be easier for you to do? Like, would you be able to deal it's with that, or is that kind of potentially? Pushing it? I, I probably okay. Like, I could probably deal with that. It's yeah. honestly with me, most specifically, it's just the sound of chewing. And yeah, eating. just the 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 slappy yeah. the slappy sounds. Yeah, it it also again when it's in person. I uh, implode. I start to implode. The worst part about it is sometimes I will set myself off. The sound of me <laughs> chewing will make me mad, which is really dumb. <laughs> yeah, especially because you can't not hear it since it's in your skull. Yeah, but like, so, it's, it's just I cannot eat in silence. Like, some people can eat without any background noise, not me. Oh, no, 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 no. We... My my family eats with the TV on, and that is a requirement, and sorry, that's how it is. I can't not. Yeah, I, I either have to have TV, radio, something has to be going. Yeah, well, I also need something to focus on anyways, so noise plus something to look at equals TV. Yeah. <laughs> and it works out perfectly, but I have a seven-year-old, so <laughs> I get to deal with, close your mouth, Ember. Stop chewing with your mouth open. <laughs> Child, please. I, I beg of you. You're killing your father. <laughs> is this is this how you... Do you really want to do this to me? I thought you loved me. I mean, knowing some children, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saying it out loud to the kid that it's a problem is them going, Oh, all right, old man. Let's do this. <laughs> do it more. I, I, Captain. So what else have you, have you listened to black tapes? No, I haven't. 
I it's... heard people talk about it before. Same with Magnus Archives. I've heard of them talk about that as well. Yes, we have some avid fans of that in our friend group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, but no, I haven't really gotten that one. I, most of my specific audio drama listening is very much centered around uh, the Night Vale brand. So you got Night okay. Vale, but also uh, Alice Isn't Dead, Within the Wire, Orbiting Human Circus, those ones. I don't know if you're familiar with those. I have i've heard of alice is dead i list i started listening to one episode uh the first monster was slightly i'll say i'll call it like a red flag for me just because i was like oh that's a little bit of body horror i hope that this doesn't get worse and then i just like never came back to it and i looked at within the wire was Mm. that what it was called yeah yeah i eyeballed that one but i don't think i actually ever got around to listening to it Uh, i think you'd be fine with within the wires it has been a while since i've listened to that one i will admit so don't okay. fully take my word on that one yeah yeah i would i would look at the content warnings and stuff magnus archives was really good i had to skip some of it as i kind of like realized what the content was so i did end up and it sucks when it's an audio drama that has like a coherent story and it's not necessarily episodical mm. Magnus Archives is one of those shows that's episodical with an overarching plot, so I ended up missing out on some stuff and having to try and piece together what I missed later with context clues, because the episode was beyond my limitations, but then sprinkled in there, there was, like, important story stuff. Yeah. But it it was a good show. I enjoyed it. They did... <laughs> some of the writing was cheesy, and sometimes that's fun. I wouldn't say necessarily too much of the horror stories in it were groundbreaking. Because the whole uh, format of the show is like, it's this guy who works for a archival institution and his job is to read through these written accounts in files to like organize them Mm. and so he records himself reading them and it turns out that they're all like paranormal in some way so there's a lot of like some of them are monsters some of them are ghosts some of them are like more scp stuff where it's like they got a hold of this item and this item makes them hallucinate stuff like that that's the topic i never got back to yeah it's okay we'll do we'll do an scp episode one day one day i'll remember yes yes but not now because (laughs) if we if we get on that topic the episode is done so yeah um, we will not get back off of it. Anywho, back to audio <laughs> traumas. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, but it, it it was like some of it's the like a lot of overdone horror kind of just like, a lot of the old familiar horror tropes and stories that we're all familiar with. Yeah, it's it's like a reimagined in a way, but it's stuff. Some of it you can kind of like see it coming. You mm. can see a lot of it. You're like, oh, yeah, she was dead all along. Ha ha ha. That yeah. kind of thing. That's unfortunately always the downside with horror because it's yeah, it's hard to do something truly new. Right. I mean, it's hard to do something truly new of anything like what we're doing right now. I guarantee is is nowhere near a. Oh, this is this is not a groundbreaking thing. <laughs> our podcast is not super the only thing that cuts uh, cuts it apart is that it's you and i 
No one has ever done a podcast of your personality and my personality, but our format is uh, pretty, it's pretty standard, yeah. honestly, which, you know, whatever. If people like the podcast, it's because they like listening to us. Exactly. Just yammer on. Yeah. Which, you know, I have to listen to it all day, so I don't know how you guys stand me, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in here. You get to pause and turn it off. I'm stuck in in this hell 24-7. Yeah, like even when I'm not talking, believe me, I'm still going. Yeah, full full (laughs) conversations mentally at all points in time. Do you ever have it where like you're staring out the window and you've been having a conversation mentally for like – 10 minutes and you've jumped nine different topics and you're on something so obscure and then like does Aubrey ever look at you and go like what are you thinking about or like what's wrong and you just kind of go nothing because mentally you're like I don't know if I can sit here and explain (laughs) to you how I got where I am I can guarantee you that she can tell you yes that has happened many times because it's just like i i I don't know if i can properly explain the mental shenanigans that got from point a to point f yeah because i don't (laughs) i don't know how i got from point a to c to 17 either i mean she's also had to deal with me just randomly blurting out random completely unrelated questions because my brain has connected four different points of something around us (laughs) into a random memory or thought in my head that i then spew forth yeah you're just sitting there and like do you ever think about what it would be like to build a boat out of baloney i bet it would be really slimy yeah i don't think it'd go very well not enough in it yeah no i don't i think it would sink yeah not only that but the birds oh god the birds i mean and let's not forget about the fish yeah that's just a a, an app that's just like putting a shark target on yourself (laughs) that's the last thing i want to do ever (laughs) <laughs> above me are the persistent deathly deadly beaks of seagulls and below me are the gaping maws of sharks what have i done baloney boat why have you forsaken me there aren't many things that truly have a cold chill run down my spine uh sharks definitely one of them they send me into immediate panic yeah As anyone who was uh at the Ripley Aquarium in Myrtle Beach this summer could attest to when we went through that shark tunnel. Uh, did you fucking freak out? I could not move, which thankfully oh. it had a moving sidewalk. <laughs> well, that's good. So you I was frozen to. in place, but I could still leave. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And it's like, I know that I know that sharks are demonized, but man, they still scare me. And then, like the worst part about it is there were some spots in that tunnel where it's like I look over and like, oh, the shark is swimming directly at me. That will send yeah. you into fight or flight mode. Come to find out I don't have either. I just freeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fight nor flight. I have statue uh, reflexes. <laughs> just I just want to roll back to it because oh, it's yeah. just it's more evidence. But no, no, because <laughs> we, we started talking about sharks and I couldn't slip in. I wanted to say. Because I was like, uh, Baloney Boat, why have you forsaken me? I wanted to go, please, Baloney Boat is my father. <laughs> I am Boat Loney. <laughs> <sighs> why? <laughs> I make myself laugh, and that's really all that matters. I mean, if we didn't, you'd probably go crazy. <laughs> Somebody has to find my jokes funny. And if it has to be me, it has to be me. 
I've now wandered onto a list of audio drama podcasts, like new ones I've not heard of. And I Sick. don't. Nice I, way to I put don't this need, back in. I don't need to add to my list of things to listen to. What, what's the top two? Uh, number one is Brimstone Valley Mall. What? I bet. Well, that sounds dope. So let me tell you what it says. Uh, so this is someone recommending them. Mm-hmm. As a soda-chugging, pizza-munching, Twitter account-owning degenerate who feels entitled to the kind of livable livable wage a part-time mall job simply can't provide, a black comedy podcast about demons in a rock band working at a suburban shopping mall during the late 90s is a little too up my alley. Holy shit. <laughs> so apparently it's a black comedy about demons who are in a rock band also working at a shopping mall to survive in the nineties in the nineties, which I love the nineties. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, we're from it. So like, you I know, know. Uh, yeah, no, but that um, makes, that makes it sound like old, like old people who are like back in the sixties. Listen, I don't care what you tell me. The nineties was 10 years ago. Yeah. Anytime, sure, buddy. Anytime I think about it, I'm just like, that yeah, wasn't that long ago. Don't try and correct me. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be okay. I'm not old. You're old. <laughs> Look out into the sunset, buddy. <laughs> Tell me about the rabbits. Uh, I was hoping you'd get my uh, mice and men comment uh, reference. <laughs> I, that was either going to hit dead target or sail off into the ocean. Yeah, that's, it's where really the sharks and the seagulls are. Uh, but yeah, number. Two is the God's Head Incidental, Ooh. which I'm not familiar with. I have I have not heard of either of these. What's the synopsis for that one? Uh, in this urban fantasy that's a nice combination of the wicked and the divine and an episode of Parks and Recreation comes one of the most unique <laughs> takes on modernized mythology I've heard in years. What the fuck? Those are both incredibly bonkers. <laughs> Get to know advice columnist M as she tries to find her missing sister after a sudden run-in with the God of Memory, throwing her into a risky partnership with the charmingly mysterious Lorem Ipsum. Hmm. Of course, the the mysterious person would be named Lorem Ipsum. Are you familiar with what Lorem Ipsum is? No. Uh, so Lorem Ipsum is, it's just gibberish. Okay. It's used a lot in uh, like marketing my, uh, marketing mock-ups if you don't have uh, any of the actual words and you just want to put essentially, like if you're putting together a label of something, Okay. but you don't have any of the words, you then would use lorem ipsum. It's a... Uh, it's placeholder text, essentially. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes that a lot more interesting. Right. That it's the name of a character then. Right. And of course, it's the mysterious character. <laughs> yeah. I'm very confused because I, I looked up Brimstone Valley Mall. I just Googled it because I, I was going to take a look at like a synopsis, if, if you but you had one already ready to go. What I'm confused by is there is twitter.com slash BVM pod. And underneath it, it says... In order, Stardew Valley, period, Blazeball, period, Star Trek, period, 2D animation, period, board games, period, Hosier, period, or Hosier, I don't know how to pronounce his name, The Legend of Zelda, period, Cult Classics, period, Steven Universe, period, Theater, period. <laughs> Listen, that's just how they get you when you're Googling. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Blazeball? What the fuck is Blazeball? Blazeball is a video game. Yeah. It's an online Blaze game. Blazeball is baseball at your mercy. It's baseball perfected. 
Ugh. Fuck you, Blazeball. I'd rather play Blood Ball. It's a baseball simulation horror game. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what? What the fuck? Okay. Also, I said Blood Ball. I meant Blood Bowl. Circling back to your talking about uh, <laughs> sci-fi football, Blood Bowl is the best. Blood Bowl is fantasy football. Yes. Fantasy football. It's fantasy fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like hoping that the ref won't see when you body slam one of the people you tackled. So I've never actually played. What? 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 No, There's sorry. There's a third Blood Bowl game. There is? Yeah, Blood Bowl 3 came out, or releases next year. Oh, shit. Now I'm intrigued. And now I'm, we're we're both in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) What I was going to say is I've never played the actual miniature version of the game. Closest I've come to playing that was, uh. Yes. There's a card game. It's like, it's like. There's Blood Bowl Bowl and there's also Blitz Ball. What was the game? (laughs) We both, we both said (laughs) shit out loud at the same time. You. Go ahead. So what I was saying, I've never played the miniatures game. Closest I come to that is Mm -hmm. Blood Bowl Team Manager. It's a card game. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's based around the same thing, but you play out different cards and stuff to win like multiple games and stuff. Okay. It's amusing. It's interesting. I will give it that. I have played Blood Bowl 1 and 2 on console and pc so like i've played the video game i also haven't played the miniatures game gotcha because it's just as expensive as anything else from games workshop yup <laughs> and also it's kind of hard to get a hold of mm-hmm. listen so like I, I, i've played try. one okay i tell you i played two miniatures game first one i ever got into was mage knight mm-hmm. boy did i drop a lot of money in mage knight <laughs> but i was a child <laughs> With no responsibilities, so yeah, whatever. Could have been drugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and then the next one I got into, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was a it was a fantasy naval combat game, which oh. had so much promise and was so much fun. But at the game store we played at, it was literally only ever me and my friend, one friend oh. who played it. Nobody else wanted yeah. to get into it with us that we knew, and nobody else would show up to play it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I I think I know what you're talking about though. You had to spin a wheel at the beginning or roll a dice and it determined the direction of the wind. Yes. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't name it, but I know what you're talking about. Hang on, I'm I'm googling naval combat game. Man, I mean, I still have it in the basement. I have like three fleets of different races, so people could play it still. <laughs> yeah. Of course, only my fleet is painted. I didn't paint it because I have no painting skills whatsoever, but luckily one of my friends was nice enough to paint it for me. That was very nice of them. (laughs) Right. I I can paint. I'm just lazy. So I had one unit of my orc boys in my Warhammer 40k orc army that I had. And I I used to, I actually played it somewhat frequently at a a local game store with my friend Tyler. But then I just like, I started doing other stuff and we slowly stopped going. Mm -hmm. And I think I mostly slowly stopped going more than him. And then it sat, the army sat in my garage for like two or three years. And I was finally like, I could buy LARP stuff with this money. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) I sold it and I used it for LARP stuff. Oh, you know, I take that back. I did briefly at one point have a small Necrons army, 40k. Oh, And then I realized how much money I 
had already spent and would continue to spend and went <laughs> no <laughs> yeah it's a bit, it's a bit much uh the uncharted a- seas is the name of the naval game i was that i used to play okay cool anywho about those audio traumas that wow we got yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean we named some good ones that's like, true we hopefully we like we'll have helped somebody at least one person find some new podcasts to listen to but I mean, like Highly recommend. We we talked about Haunted House Slippers, Victoriosity, Bad Vibes, Palimpsest. We talked about Welcome to Night Vale, Alice is Dead. What was the zombie one? We're Alive. We're Alive. Which, so, uh, as I've been reading about that one. So, they were in the process of doing a sequel, We're Alive mm-hmm. Descendants. It takes place after, you know, the main storyline uh the last okay. post i see about it was in december of 2019 that they have their cast put together so oh. yeah, i feel like things <laughs> may have slowed down that production yeah it, you can't really do anything about that no i mean from what i see on their facebook page there's nothing saying hey it's dead and gone so right so hey i mean and you know what even even if they're not putting out new stuff oh there's it uh, is i highly still check recommend it out the initial We're Alive series, even if you don't want to do any of the spinoffs or anything, it was very well written, very well done. Uh, ate up a lot of my time because I listened to that thing multiple times. <laughs> well, cool. So yeah, go and check out all those podcasts that we talked about. If you have any that we didn't talk about and maybe think that it might be something that's up either I or Nick's alley, like feel free to add us on Twitter or I actually just just like right before we finished or start not finished right before we started recording i finished setting up a facebook page so that should be live by the time this episode airs so uh just look up passionately interested on facebook and yeah if you've got a podcast that you think that either of us would be interested in please toss it our way I'd like to thank Nolan Dye for the use of our theme song, Chinaski, by his band Sad Gravity. You can find them, as well as his other band, Best Sleep, on Spotify. I highly recommend you go check either of those out, but Best Sleep is his current band, so new stuff is going to come turning out of there, more likely than Sad Gravity. You can follow us on Twitter, at PassionatelyPod, or email us at PassionatelyInterestedPodcast.com, Or you can follow us on Facebook, Passionately Interested. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. I know that it was a little bit of a rambly one, but eh, it's just kind of how it goes. I apologize for the weird spacing in between episodes, but the holidays popped up. What are you going to do? Yep, they do that. So yeah, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We will see you next time. I'm Curtis. I'm Nick. Did you know competitive art used to be in the Olympics? Thanks for listening.